and welcome to the second episode of my Monday night show. Happy Monday, by the way. I hope you're all doing well. It's Hidden Hobbies. (laughs) I'm your host, Hannah. And, uh, well, if you don't know, Hidden Hobbies is the show where I get to talk to, well, anyone who wants to talk about their interests. I wanted to give people the space to talk about some things they don't really get to very often just because it doesn't come up. And, you know, I I wanted to to give people the chance to listen about and learn about something they may have never heard about before. So that is what this is. It is my second episode, so, um, my second episode ever, so, um, please give me just a little bit of grace if it's not super smooth or put together. Um, I, if you heard my first show, um, this one is going to be a little bit different from that one, just in the sense of formatting. I'm kind of trying out a slightly different style that's a little bit less scripted than the first one. I totally fully scripted the first episode just because I was super nervous that I was going to mess up and I messed up anyway. But with this one, I kind of just have a general idea, some sentences I want to get in there, some bullet points, you know, you know how it goes. I wanted to see if this flowed better, see if people enjoy it better. And when I eventually get a guest, which, yeah, I still don't have a guest for my show that is about, you know, interviewing people. Um, It should resemble the format of the show when I have a guest a little bit more um, when I do it myself. Uh, A little, uh, a little spoiler for next week, I should actually have a guest. So get excited for that. Um, yeah, so I also would like to apologize because this is unscripted for the sheer amount of vocalized pauses you will hear from me. I just love the word. Um, it's so great. (laughs) Well, anyway, today I would like to talk to you all about yet another thing I am passionate about because, as I mentioned before, I don't have a guest today, which um, isn't great. But, you know, we're gonna get one. I promise. We're gonna get it. And honestly, I, I want to kind of get the hang of this, of the show and the, the overall feel it has before I introduce more people every week. You know how it is. So, and... Um, Well, this next thing I'm passionate about is not exactly a secret to many of you who know me, and um, it's not exactly something that no one knows about. In fact, I think that if you're on planet Earth, you probably know what I'm about to talk about. Um, But honestly, I think there's still room for more popular topics on my show. 
So the basic, you know, original idea is kind of having a place to share something that you don't have a place to, something that's super weird and niche and that like no one really knows about or cares about. And you can't just like shove it into normal day to day conversation with the people that you go to school with or that you work with because that's weird. But you want to talk about it and you want other people to know about it. Well, this is the place. So Yeah, but I think, honestly, there's still room for things that are more popular. I think, basically, if you're passionate about it, if it brings you joy and you have something to say about it, you have a place on my show. And regardless, this is my show and um, I can do whatever I want. So, uh, yeah, today... I am going to subject you all to me rambling on and on about my two most precious fur babies in the whole world. Yes, today I'm going to talk about my cats. (laughs) Not cats 2019. We don't talk about that. We are talking about my cats. (laughs) Or just cats in general. Uh, Yeah, let's get into it. So... The basic kind of setup for today is obviously I'm going to talk about my cats, my two little babies, Um, you know, explain their personalities, their colorings, their fun quirks, why I love them, why I love them, and stuff like that. But I'm also going to jump into some fun cat facts that I kind of have just retained for like years when I first learned them and you know a lot of people know this stuff like it's not unique but I think there are also a lot of people that just don't know and I thought it would be fun to share um, about things you know sharing stories about my cats and sharing kind of some fun unique traits about cats in general that a lot of people misinterpret um you know, so I thought that would be fun. I'm also going to offer a little bit of cat propaganda as to why you should at least think about owning a cat or whatever. Um, I'll go ahead and a little disclaimer. If you don't like cats because of like some past like bad history, um, a bad experience with a cat, I in no way am like telling you you have to love cats that's not that's not what I'm doing if you have had a bad experience with an a- with a cat or an animal at all I'm I'm not gonna like tell you 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 have to love them but my hope is that if you're just a person who's like I don't like cats because they are mean and I don't understand them well I hope to to give you a little bit of a little bit of some understanding for some things that don't make sense um, or just tell you that, yeah, that doesn't make sense. I don't know why they do it either. But can you explain why sometimes a dog will pee on the floor when it gets really happy to see you? No, <laughs> um, I think animals are fun just in general. So I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of an animal person. I like them a lot. So. Although my bias is toward my little, my little kitty cats. So let's, let's jump into it. Let's talk about my cats because I love them to death. And I want the general population to also know how much I love my cats. (laughs) 
So my two cats we got in 2014. So they are, they both turned seven this year. They're both middle-aged little ladies. Their names are Millie and Molly with an I-E, not a Y. Don't know why, just quirky like that, I guess. But their names are Millie and Molly. And uh, we got them from my science teacher. Her cat like had kittens. Um, they were like in a, a greenhouse. It's hard to explain, but they were very happy little kitties. And um, while they are from the same mom, my cats are from two separate litters, so they might have different dads. It's unclear. Um, it's unclear who the father is, but Molly was actually born first in about May of 2014, and Millie was born a little later in about July of 2014. But they're pretty much the same age. Molly's a little older, and I definitely would say that she acts like the older one of the two. So... Molly is a very large cat. She's a, an American short hair. So think of a cat. That's what she looks like. She's tabby, which means she has stripes. And she's kind of a blackish gray. So the top of her and her stripes are black, whereas her stomach is a little more of a gray. She's got these big, bright, round green eyes that look into your soul. So cute. Love her to death. She, um, she's so loud. I cannot explain to you how loud this cat is. If you look at her, she will just scream at you. And you're like, Molly, what's wrong? And she just screams. And I'm like, okay. She's mostly very loud. A, because she is the oldest of the two and feels the need to assert her dominance all the time. And B, she is always hungry. So she's a pretty normal-sized cat. She's not like a Maine Coon or one of the larger breeds. She's just an American shorthair. But she is 15 pounds. She is a 15-pound cat. She should not be a 15-pound cat. But she screams for food constantly. And the only way to, to stop her wretched cries in the dead of night is to feed the beast she's so loud but i love her to pieces because she's so cute she begs for food and then when she gets the food she's perfectly content to sit on your lap she ha absolutely has the best cuddles of any cat i've ever had or met she is so uh squishy because of uh, how much she eats she just kind of plumps and falls right into your arms and she'll use your arm as a pillow and she'll sleep there for as long as she wants to. Unfortunately, I'm fairly certain she has like, I'm fairly certain she has ADHD. She cannot focus on one thing for very long. Um, it's either that or she just, maybe she just gets hot easily because she's very large. So she will sit on your lap. It'll be great. And then like two minutes later, she'll get up and go do something else. But those two minutes are amazing. I love her to death. Um, she also, another fun little quirk about this large, loud cat is um, she just loves chewing on paper or or cardboard or anything that's not solid she will chew eat and then throw up 
She loves doing that, especially at like 3.30 in the morning when you're trying to sleep. She'll jump on your desk and find a book you really like and just rip it to shreds until you wake up and yell at her and then she yells at you and then you have to go feed her. So charming. Wait, wasn't I supposed to convince you guys that cats were good? <laughs> anyway. She uh, also really enjoys, uh, actually her favorite thing to chew on would be uh, her treats. Specifically her treats while they're still in the bag. She chews through her treat bag. Every time we buy treats, she will chew through the bag. There will be a gaping hole in the bag. The treats will go stale or she will eat so many treats that she throws up. I love her to death, but oh my goodness, she is so, her entire personality is just hungry. That's who she is. It's just hungry and loud. And I love her because I can hug her and she accepts it. <laughs> so that's Molly. Hungry, loud, cuddles occasionally, very good at cuddling when cuddling, but you know, gets kind of sweaty. She loves playing playing is she's so playful she'll play by herself she'll tackle her sister she'll play with anything anytime loves playing loves cuddles you know work hard play hard the whole thing she's she's my girl I love her so much um she's just very loud and um she's hungry and she's gonna let you know that she's really loud and hungry <laughs> so moving on on, I have another cat. Her name is Millie. Millie is um, Molly's little sister. And when I say little, I mean little. She is like the complete opposite of Molly. It's so weird. Her coloring is she's also tabby, but it's more of a brownish tannish kind of color. On her stomach, it almost turns kind of white. Um, but she still has those distinct tabby stripes and she has the same kind of roundish eyes as her sister. Um, her eyes are a lighter green, not as intense, kind of a, a tannish, a little bit of a yellowish green. So less striking features, but um, still very cute in her own right. She's very, very small. Whereas Molly is literally 15 pounds of pure rage, Millie is barely seven pounds. She is so skinny. She is less than half the size of her sister. And her personality is also very small. She is very timid. And her fun little quirk is that she always sits up completely straight. So think about like those Egyptian drawings of a cat sitting up straight and looking all regal and royal. That's Millie. And she always sits like that. Even when she's sitting on your lap, she will sit completely straight for like an hour before she decides to get a little more comfortable and goes into cat loaf form. I don't know why she sits up straight all the time. It's so cute. But but why does your back hurt? I don't know. Because there's Molly, her sister, who's sprawled out on the floor on her back, belly showing, you know, fat, you know, very large, loud and 
Hey, look at me. I'm good. And then there's Millie, who's completely kept to herself, paws in, com- sitting completely straight, looking up with her eyes very, very wide and alert. And I'm like, Millie, are you okay? I give her a little head scratch. <laughs> um, Millie uh, is is very shy. She's a very shy cat. So when we have guests over, Molly will usually greet the guests or at least watch them in a pretty open area space. But Millie will run, hide under the bed, hide in the closet, and she will not come out. She she hides until the guests leave. Molly might hide when they first get there, but will eventually come around and beg for food or pets or something but Millie will hide and so she's super shy super timid super small and honestly I feel like if it could be diagnosed she would be diagnosed with social anxiety she is just the most anxious little bean she's always like a little bit on edge always sitting up very straight always just a little too careful with the way that she moves every step is very is very court you know very very planned out she never does anything spontaneous she doesn't like playing at all she's not a playful cat she will not play it might be because she's not comfortable with playing but we've had her for seven years and we're very you know we don't force her to do anything she doesn't want to do she just has decided that she doesn't want to do a lot of things and that's okay it's very cute and endearing this poor little cat with social anxiety but she has one person that she's so super attached to and that is my mother she will be super shy and timid and sit up completely straight on your lap unless you are my mother if you are my mother Millie will she my she is so obsessed with my mom I don't know why she oh my goodness every night my mom will be like time my mom will call for her and she'll just materialize out of nowhere and bolt toward her bedroom and jump on her bed and meow this cute little high-pitched chirp it's so cute and she I kid you not sleeps in the cru- the crux of my mom's arm all night long literally all night long she is obsessed with her it's so cute she's so attached to my mom and her fuzzy blanket she will lie there and like actually lie there not sit completely straight up but lie on her back all curled up she's only comfortable in my mother's arms and honestly it's the cutest thing i love her to death molly molly kind of jumps around which is interesting the only person molly doesn't really like is my mom and i think that's because millie has claimed her and, and and Molly respects that. Molly will hang out with my dad, my little sister, or me whenever she feels like it. She kind of jumps around. But Millie is absolutely obsessed with my mom, uh, which is just, it's so cute. Millie is so cute. I love her so much. She has little high-pitched chirp meow. She doesn't meow. She kind of just thinks about meowing. I can't describe it to you, but she doesn't open her mouth, but she does make sound. Um, another interesting thing is Millie is not interested in playing at all, but she's pretty good at hunting. I remember one time there was a field mouse in our house and, you know, the cats being cats found it, but it was Millie that pounced on it, caught it, and she ran under the kitchen table with the mouse in her mouth and she wouldn't let us take it from her. She, um, 
I remember she would growl when we tried to take the mouse out because we were like, we don't want our indoor cat eating a mysterious mouse. So eventually we got it out from her clutches and released it back into the wild. But she's weirdly good at hunting for a cat that never practices. She also really likes catching bugs and just kind of watching the windows for anything. She's she's a she's a little cutie. We call her a princess because she's always sitting up straight and she's always very, very ref- refined and regal and careful. And and then there's Molly, who is just the trash man. She's, she's a little trash cat. And I love them both so much. Um they're they're just they're little gremlins and I and I love them. Uh, cats are super interesting because I you know spent all this time explaining my cats, but I'm sure that everyone with a cat has these stories of their cats' little quirks, the things they love about them, the things they don't love about them. But every cat and every animal, just in general, is unique. They're all an individual. And I think that's so cool. It's like Millie and Molly are from the same mom. They have similar, you know, coat. They have similar coats. They're the same species, the same breed. Of course, the same species. They're the same breed of cat. But they're so different personality-wise. It's just bizarre. So... That's always something I find really interesting, just the different things about people's cats and or dogs or horses or bunnies. They're all so full of life and personality. And I love that so much. It's so cool. It's so fun to hear about like, oh, this is my cat, Steven, and he will you can pet him for literally forever and he won't tell you to stop. Uh, and I or like this is my cat Chloe and she only likes to be pet in this one specific spot if you pet her anywhere else she will bite you Um, and there it's all you know it's all just their personalities it's so it's so interesting it's so cool I love it so much let's jump in to some fun facts about cats in general that I have I the thing I find really interesting about cats is that their body language, their the whole the whole way that cats communicate is through body language. A really interesting thing is that cats don't meow. They don't do the phys- they don't open their mouths and scream at other cats. This is only something they do for humans. And that's in and of itself really cool. Cats don't meow at cats. They don't that's not a form of their language. It's literally a way that they've decided is how they're gonna try and communicate with the humans which is just so cool to me um love that so much so yeah cats are screaming at you because they know that you're not because they because they that they think that's the best way to talk to you and that's so cute they're trying to talk to you I love that so much. Anyway, cat body language and cat language in general is very uh, focused on body language and the way that they um, are look, the way that their eyes are, the way their ears are, the way their tails are, the way their just overall stance is, if their paws are out or in, if their eyes are open or closed, if their ears are front or back. It's all very dependent on body language. And um, so that's something that it's very subtle when you kind of first meet a cat, but once you understand and uh, just kind of learn about their language, it becomes very logical. It makes it makes sense. It's not an illogical 
a confusing thing like you might think it would be. So one thing that that is super interesting to me about cats is that or one thing that I think gets misinterpreted a lot about from cats. I see this all the time on like the internet or someone will show me a photo of their cat or someone will say something and I, I see what they're talking about and I go, well, that's completely wrong. Um, not in a bad way. It's just, it's so interesting. What's so easy to misinterpret about cats is their quote unquote death glare. So a cat's looking at you, their eyes are slits. They're looking at you, they're looking right at you, slit eyes. They absolutely look like they're about to murder you in your sleep. It's so scary, but it's not. Because in a cat's mind, in cat language, if they don't trust someone, if they're mad at someone, or if they're scared of someone, they're going to be using all of their vision. Their eyes are going to be so open, they're popping out of their head. They're going to want to be able to see and hear everything that's going on to make sure that they can attack or run away if they need to. So when a cat is looking at you with big round eyes, they're probably very alert. But when a cat is looking at you with little slitted eyes, you know, their eyes aren't fully open, it's actually a sign of trust. The cat's probably sleepy, first off, and doesn't want to open their eyes all the way. And two, the cat trusts you enough to be sleepy. So a cat with slitted eyes look, giving you the death glare is actually a cat going, I like you and I trust you enough to not be on alert, to not feel like I have to protect myself. I trust you. And even better, most cats, when they're in that kind of sleepy, slit-eyed state, will blink very slowly before they open their eyes again. And many people already know what this is, thanks to the wonderful cat expert Jackson Galaxy. Um, but the slow blink is a way, a cat's way of telling you that they love you. They like you a lot. They trust you. You mean something to them. I love you. Um, so if a cat ever slow blinks or even winks at you with them slitted eyes, it's not them plotting your demise or going there's something in my eyes well there might be something in their eyes but usually it's a sign of I trust you and I love you and I think that's super sweet and it's really funny to me when someone's looking at their cat and it's like oh my goodness they're gonna kill me when the cat is absolutely sending a million signals that are saying I love you so much you're my favorite and they're like oh my goodness this cat's gonna scratch my face off no they're not they love you. <laughs> um, so other things about cats that I think are super interesting or just cat body language in general. So if you don't want to interact with a cat, a good way of doing that is to just not make eye contact. So Cats and eye contact are two very like intense things. So if you make eye contact with a cat, that you know that isn't your cat telling you it loves you the cat's gonna take this as a threat or a challenge you're looking them in the eye you see them as equals you want to you want to go you want to fight no you probably don't want to fight this cat so the best way to avoid confrontation is to not make eye contact with cats you don't know or don't want to interact with 
Another way of doing this, especially if you accidentally make eye contact with a cat you didn't want to make eye contact with, is to break that eye contact. So the best way to break eye contact with a cat that you're staring into each other's soul and you're afraid they're going to attack you is to look. So you're looking at the cat. You're going to want to turn your head slightly to the right or to the left and look down. So look to the right and then down, right and down. And then you're successfully breaking the eye contact and telling the cat, no, I would not like to fight. Please, I don't want to throw hands. I don't have time to get in a turf war with the cat. <laughs> so that's the best way of doing that. And usually the cat will pick up the signals. Cats are obviously can recognize that humans are bigger than them. And they don't really want to fight the human that's bigger than them. So if the human is telling them, hey, I don't want to fight, the cat's going to go, this human doesn't want to fight. I don't want to bother them. Of course, there will always be exceptions. The cat could be um, very stupid or could have something wrong um, and they might still attack you. And that sense, um, try not to get bit. But the ca cats are really, they're... They're like seven pounds. You can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> um, the best thing to do, I wouldn't run away from a cat. They might like give chase. But again, usually breaking eye contact or just not interacting with the cat will make them kind of give up and go away. If you want to interact with a cat, which I always do whenever I see a cat that's just chilling, um, one of my favorite things to do is to look at a cat and do a little head nod, but like head nod up, not down. So a little like sup, you know, a little like chin pop. Uh, it's just a fun way of saying hello to a cat, um, which is always very fun. It kind of confuses them a little bit, but I'm pretty sure it's a fun way to say hello to a cat. Um, usually when I do that to my cat, she comes running toward me. It's a little, it's a little greeting, a little hello. And if you want to pet a cat, here's what you do. You need to get down on the cat's level. This is something that any dog owner or dog lover would be like, no, absolutely don't do that. They'll they'll rip your face off. Yes, it, yes, with dogs they will. Don't get down on a dog's level. But with a cat, the cat is not going to approach you if you are standing, standing or hovering above it. That's a sign of I'm dominant and I might hurt you. It's scary. So you're going to get on the cat's level, you know, bend your knees and you, you want to reach out your hand so much so that your pointer finger is kind of sticking out like a little like your knuckle or your your first little I don't know what it's called joint on your finger is is being held out kind of like how a cat's it's about the size of a cat's nose because the way that cats greet each other is by touching their noses so if you hold out your hand like a little cat nose and the cat is friendly and wants to interact with you the cat will run up and kind of boop your hand like as they would boop a nose to say hello and then all you need to do is wait for the cat to pet you um, you don't want to reach out and pet a cat that doesn't want to be pet. It scares them. They're going to run away. You just hold your hand steady and wait for the cat to rub up against your hand. Um, you know, pet, pet you. Once the cat does this, it's usually a sign that you can give them a little neck scratch. And a lot of cats, especially outdoor cats that aren't um, feral, love attention and pets and crave it so much. So it's getting down on your knees and holding your hand out is a great way to coax a cat over and and get some get some good cat pets for the day. 
Now, you shouldn't really pet animals where you don't know where they came from. It's not very safe. That's my disclaimer. But if the cat has a collar and is sitting in someone's yard and you want to pet their chin, it's probably fine. <laughs> um, so... As I mentioned, meowing is uh, something cats do just for humans. It's a way of for cats to communicate with humans. But this is also kind of a, I, at least I think, is also because cats like to mirror the people or creatures that they live with. So if you ever see a cat that lives with a bunch of dogs, the cat and, you know, you see all the dogs panting because they're hot, there's a good chance that that cat is going to start panting too. It's really cute. Um, the cat is mirroring the dogs. This is also evident when you're trying to get work done on your laptop and your cat decides that the best place to sit is right there on your laptop. And you go, no, please don't sit on my laptop while I'm trying to do work. But the cat is just copying you and doing what you're doing. And also, you're not giving your cat enough attention. Please pet them. <laughs> or at least that's what they think. Or when you're trying to do some yoga, your cat will sit on your yoga mat. You're like, kitty, I'm gonna crush you. But the kitty just wants to do some yoga too. And also, they want it, they want to be pet. <laughs> um, so cats love to mirror humans and that's also part of the reason they meow because humans are very very vocal creatures we're always talking we never shut up and cats went cats kind of go oh they never shut up I guess I won't shut up either <laughs> and they try to talk like humans do very cute very amazing I love that so much one more fun thing about cats that I think is really cool is the is the the purr cat's purr i love it so much as someone who grew up with cats a cat's purr just like instantly calms me it's like this little warm it's so nice i love it so much this like nice low rumbling kind of like how when you're a kid and your mom uses the blow dryer you just really like that warm, consistent fan sound. It's kind of like that. Or when you fall asleep to a noise machine. That's how I feel about a cat's purr. It's just, it's so calming and peaceful. And it's it's just, it's so pleasant. Uh, a fun thing about a cat's purr is cats will usually purr when they're happy or content. But they can also purr when they are injured or hurt. Usually if this is like a broken leg or bone or maybe a sickness. This is because cats, um, the frequency at which cats purr, I hope I'm getting this right, it promotes healing. So in bones, it, it ah, I don't have the best way to describe it, but it helps bones heal faster. It makes them, it vibrates at a certain frequency that helps them heal quicker. It's really cool. Uh, it's really great. So if you ever have a broken foot, just put your cat on it and hope for the best. <laughs> um, so cats will often purr when they're hurt. A lot of like cats will purr when they're giving birth um, just to help calm them and to you know ease some pain but purring is really cool I love it a lot I love cats a lot have I mentioned that no I don't think I've mentioned that enough I love cats so much <laughs> so that is uh, those are my fun facts I have more but I think I can stop there why should you care why should you get a cat why should you invest in cats well 
cats, in my personal opinion, and I hope in yours, are, I think, better cuddlers than dogs. Now, don't attack me, but pet a, you know, well-groomed American short-haired cat, and then go pet a Shih Tzu, which is softer. Like, I love Shih Tzus. I, I had a Shih Tzu once. So cute. She was very cute. Her name is Lily. Dumb as a bag of rocks. Love her to death, though. But, she, you know, Shih Tzus have hair. You know, you have to get them you have to take them to the groomer or their hair will get too long. And I I think that's a little weird. Dogs just like have human hair and they smell kind of gross. But a cat has fur that you don't have to cut. Usually, unless they're long hair and they get a bunch of burrs. It's a whole thing. But cats generally just have one coat of fur. Super soft. Super well kept and clean. And honestly... They smell really good. I don't know if I'm just like a crazy cat lady, but my cats smell so good. I don't know why. They smell like cinnamon. Maybe I'm insane. I probably am. Uh, I don't know why they smell good, but cats smell good and they're really soft. So that those are both two absolute wins. Fun fact, you can toilet train cats. I have never done it, but it is possible. You look it up on YouTube. It is possible to toilet train cats. So cool. Wow. Amazing. Um... Cats are, you know, not animals that you really have to train. Um, if they're, you know, if they jump on the couch when you don't want them there or on the counter, you can obviously train them not to do that. But they're not, you know, you don't really have to train them other than here's the litter box where you pee and cats will go, I want to pee there <laughs> because they like to bury there. Anyway, you get it. So Cats are, I, I don't want to say they're less work than dogs, but they don't require as much active attention as a lot of dogs do. So they're soft, they smell good, except for their litter box, but you can clean that out. It's fine. You don't have to go on walks. You can go on walks if you want to, but it's not a requirement. It's all kind of what your cat wants, what you want. You work together. You're kind of just like roommates that cuddle sometimes. <laughs> And um, anyway, they also enjoy a good head scratch and nothing brings me more inner peace than scratching my cat's head. So as my little cat propaganda, why you should get a cat, why I think cats are worth it. They're super sweet. They can live up to like 20 years if you take good care of them, which is a lot of years. But that's 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 so much years to, to hang out with your fluffy friend. And if you have a dog and you know wouldn't like a cat, maybe don't get a cat. Maybe take care of your dog, you know? Or if you just go, I want, I, I have the time and patience and want to care for a dog over a cat. Or I understand dogs better than cats. Or I just like the weird foot smell and human hair that dogs have that cats don't. Like, that's super cool and great. Like, you do you. Get a dog. Or get a cat and dog. Or get a dog and a bunny. Or get a ferret. I don't really care what you get. But animals are super cool. They help you learn a lot about yourself. They help you learn a lot about others. They help with like empathy to understand like this thing wants this thing. I don't know what they want. Why are they crying? There's a reason. They're kind of like children, but without the, you know, having to raise them thing. <laughs> um, 
Of course, I'm not saying that cats aren't a lot of work. Cats, of course, are work. Any pet is going to require work. You're going to have to spend time and money to care for them. And if you don't have the time or money, then you shouldn't get an animal. It's just That's just the end of the sentence. Um, so as cute as cats are, if you don't have the time, the space, the money, the patience, you probably shouldn't get one. Just just because. Also, adopt, don't shop. Always go to your local shelter. There are like always 20 cats just hanging out there waiting for some attention. So go to the local shelter, get yourself a cat if you want, get yourself a dog if you have the time, get yourself, you know, consider animals. (laughs) Well, anyway, I don't think that needs to be, I don't think that needs to go on for much longer. Most humans on Earth know kind of the gist of pets. So, you know, I think they're a, a wonderful addition or a friend to have when you uh, have real, when you when you when you have the time and you have the the patience and the space. And always do research on an animal that you want to adopt. Um, know where you're adopting them from know kind of what you need to do to make their lives easier, understand their body language, and most importantly, learn about their individual personalities. As I mentioned earlier, Molly is big and loud and hungry. Millie is tiny and small, quiet, and I I, I hope she eats. I never see her eating, but I think she eats because she is alive. <laughs> so every cat is very different. Every animal is very different. It's important to learn and understand their little quirks, understand what to do, what not to do, and all that jazz. So I love my cats to death. I hope you enjoyed my stories and my fun, unnecessary cat facts. I hope you enjoyed listening, you know? I I hope it was a, a calming experience. I hope you were able to listen with a cup of coffee or hot chocolate or hot tea or unsweetened black tea like I have. <laughs> or just or just whatever. I hope it's been a very calming and enjoyable podcast-esque experience. And if it hasn't been, I will certainly do my darndest to make it one in the future. That is just about does it for episode two of Hidden Hobbies. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so excited. I did my second episode. It's a real thing. We're doing it. We got this. I promise we'll have a guest next week so you don't just have to listen to me ramble on and on about cats. But I love them, okay? I'm super passionate about cats. Cats are so... I love them so much. Uh, (laughs) um, If you would like to be a part of a future episode, feel free to message me on the Hidden Hobbies Twitter account at Hidden Hobbies RS, that is capital H in Hidden, capital H in Hobbies, capital R, capital S. Or you can email me at HiddenHobbiesRS at gmail.com. If you'd like to recommend the show to a friend, or if you joined late, you can listen to past shows on Spotify. Just look up Hidden Hobbies. Yes, the first episode that I aired last week is now officially on Spotify. Get excited. You can listen to it there. It's a little... It's a little better edited than the live uh, show that I put on last week. So it should be a little more enjoyable to listen to. But all of the meat is there waiting for you to listen to it. So give that a listen. I think it's only about 30 minutes long. 
listen to it while you do the dishes or something. I, I hope you enjoy it. So thank you so, so much again for listening. I hope you had a wonderful Monday. I hope you had a good time listening to whatever this was. <laughs> and uh, I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. Bye.